Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday and a brand new week ahead of us. The weather has turned. It's been raining and I think it's raining um, all over the country. Uh, but nevertheless, it's time to focus and get to work. So good morning to everyone and I hope you had a wonderful weekend. We returned over from the West. The tour over in Perth and Adelaide was amazing. We met lots of new people and now we're set and packed today to head out to Canberra, Sydney and Melbourne on Valentine's Day. So really excited about all of that. So today we're going to talk about um, why 90% of what you do should be free and this is relevant to those of you who are in a service-based business who are looking to build your coaching your um, consulting practice um, you're uh, basically you're selling information um, and programs that help people solve a particular problem uh, it's not relevant to absolutely every type of business, but those of you that listen to my lives and follow me, pretty much 95% of you uh, would have this style of business. And I will explain why and how I have experienced my business of what I do and, and how I do it and when I get paid for stuff versus when I completely do it for free um, and, um, and how much bigger you need to think uh, if you have big goals and dreams too fill your sales funnel and uh, have raving fans that um, that basically take up most of your offers that you put out there. All right, but before we do that, I'm going to do my um, live share in across the groups that I go live and then we're going to talk about what are the kind of things, you know, what sort of stuff is free, um, you know, uh, why would you do it, why is it good? Why does it need to be consistent? Um, and how do you plan this into your already busy schedule, right? All right, so let me just do my shares across the um, across the groups. Uh, here we go. Oh, start a watch party. I haven't tried out uh, watch parties quite as yet. Um, I'm sure the day will come when I will, but let's do this one. Do the share and hopefully internet will play with us nicely this morning um looks a bit green on this on this computer screen <laughs> all right one more here we go and i really really look forward to meeting quite a few of you um in the upcoming workshops um this year has started off super super Oh my goodness, we have had so many people book into our events, um, even our US tour, which is still like four to six weeks away. Um, it's um, it's just going crazy. Like I think we're almost at the half, not the halfway point, more than a third waypoint of, um, of ticket sales. Um, of what we would achieve in a whole year and it's only like the second week of February. Good morning, Susan. Great to see you and Adair. Great to see you guys. All right, so let's start talking. I'm going to get rid of this computer screen because I'm coming through green on it. Am I coming through clear um, at your end, guys? Because my other computer screen was showing me all um, pixelated. That's what I'm curious to know. Okay, so let's talk about why 90% of what you should do uh, should be free. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I learned this the hard way and the long-winded way. Um, because when I started out, um, I signed up uh, as a coach 
Um, and, um, and after I left my coaching school training, um, you know, they said, go, go out and find clients, right? And you should be charging anywhere from $125 an hour upwards. And as you become more experienced, you charge more and you should package yourself and bundle and all that kind of stuff. And I got all of that. But what I didn't realize and what I didn't understand uh, was that in order for people to pay you those kind of, you know, investments per hour or a package or whatever it is, they need to... Um, know and understand there's, val there's going to be value behind um, what you're going to give them and deliver to them. And uh, in many cases, if not all, we need to know, like, and trust um, the person we're going to invest in. And how do we do that if we haven't really heard from them but from a bar of soap? Um, so therefore, my early days, especially in the first six to 12 months, I pretty much would do a presentation or, um, you know, meet someone and straight away I would um, start selling into, you know, like offering my full-blown packages until I realised uh, one day that actually it was why things started to turn around for me at about the 12th month, aside from writing my very first book, but I had done... 12 months worth of building that like, know and trust. So a lot of you may know the story that um, I was given a tip at my coaching school to go out and network twice a week and become a member of a couple of groups and continue to build relationship that way, relationships that way. So after 12 months, I attended um, 104 events, which obviously no one paid me to attend those networking events. And... Um, and built relationships and um, uh, wrote the book, which, of course, uh, if you write a book, I mean, realistically, there's no money in uh, much money in book sales itself. It's more you've done it, the hard work to give away this product. Sometimes you do. Often I don't mind giving away uh, free ebooks of my books because I know if people read my books, they're going to get to know me more. They're going to understand what it, what it is, the value that I've got to offer. And then some of them, a percentage of them will contact me and want to discuss further about what, how I can help them. So writing books, you know, in my, and what I tell my clients is don't worry about the dollars that come from book sales. Dollars from book sales are, are so teeny tiny in comparison to how you can truly help people through your more in-depth coaching, training, consulting, program retreat, whatever it is. So focus on building goodwill marketing. So the 90% for free, we call that either goodwill marketing or in the marketplace it's been called education-based marketing because it's no longer that we put advertisements to to you know sell our stuff you know the old-fashioned way they the way things used to happen on tv or you'd meet you know the the old stigma of what a salesperson would do you know straight away um you know wanting to you know here's the offer here's the presentation form uh we're either doing it or not but nowadays people are a lot more cautious people want to know you know if i'm going to invest significant amounts of money and the types of people that i help what they sell is a serious investment for the person who is investing uh, with them. So what they want to know is, you know, who are you? Have you done this for yourself? Uh, you know, have you solved this first of all problem for yourself? How many people have you helped solve? So that's all of the credibility building. But how do you get to that point? 
is that you've got to put in a massive amount of effort, time, and creativity around creating free content. So this is why I say 90% of what you do should be free because, um, because this is where people are going to start seeing you you will build that top of mind, consistent, um, you know, uh, turning up, consistently turning up in front of them and giving them value over a period of time. I know this because over the 10 years, and we're coming up to our 10 year anniversary in May this year, you know, I have consistently created videos, blogs, books. This live stream that you're watching this morning has been going on for a good four years, every single Monday morning. Not every single one. If I'm on holidays or whatever, I'm not going to, you know, um, you know, stop and, and do it. Sometimes I do because I feel like it. But this live stream has been consistently on Mondays at 9 a.m. to 9.30 for more than four years. And there's people who regularly come to them and watch them and interact and all that kind of stuff. So... Um, I'm going to give you some ideas of what kind of things you guys should be building and creating and um, and should be doing pretty much most of these things so that you can spread and have your footprint, your digital footprint all over so that everything kind of all roads lead back to Rome or lead back to what you do and so that you build a raving fan base uh, from which some of them will want to take those next steps with you. And I know through consistency and being seen and, and showing up and turning up and doing it, that your numbers of what you do in your business will increase, how many people follow you will increase, and what you do in your sales and your revenue uh, will increase. So let's go through. So what's the easiest thing that you can create that could be given away for free? Well, I said before, sometimes I'm more than happy to give away my books for free. Like an example is, am I shut up and write your first book? This one, the pink one here on this side. Um, that book, as soon as someone books into a half-day workshop, they get sent out that to read before they come to the half-day event. Why do I do this? Like when they can buy it at the half-day event from the table at the back, right? Make the 20 bucks or whatever. I do it because actually this is the mindset book that they need to prep and prime themselves in order to be able to get out of their own way, step up, and then listen about structure, publishing, and all of the, you know, um, about the system. But if their mindset is not sorted, they really are not going to be able to take that next step to back themselves into writing their own book. So when I come to the workshop, I said, who had a chance to read this book? And I tell you what, our compliance rates are going up. Actually, more than 50 or 60% of the people in the room put their hand up and said, yeah, I read it. You got me there. Oh, my God, you triggered me in so, so many points. So I've already in this have spent about four or five hours with this person without ever having physically met them. So what our free goodwill marketing does for us is allows us to build up the amount of hours that people spend learning from us. And there's been a stat um, that I heard from fellow um, colleague entrepreneur. He said that it takes 10 to 12 hours of content consumption before someone is ready to buy from you. Okay, so 10 to 12 hours. So how are they consuming what you do? Some of you guys have spent a lot of time on these Monday morning lives with me. Um, you've, been, you've read my books. You've been to events. You've been to masterclasses. You've, um, 
uh, uh, watched other things on YouTube. On YouTube, over the 10 years that I've consistently been uploading, and by the way, these lives get extracted from Facebook and then uploaded onto YouTube. So they're giving me, again, further digital footprint um, everywhere on the internet. And actually, the audio gets extracted and uploaded as a podcast. So what I'm doing with one delivery of one video is I'm able to spread it in four or five different places and have that continuously add value in different ways where people find me through different um, you know searches, right? And so on the YouTube channel, after 10 years, probably some of you will get overwhelmed, but we have over 1,000 videos publicly available where I'm teaching stuff about small business, authoring, all that kind of stuff. So, um, which means there's quite a lot of exposure. There's people who are subscribed to the channel and, um, and follow um, what I release time and time again. And then I meet them. Say I meet someone totally random at my workshop and then I hear the story of what, how did they come about to come to this room and learn from me and then sign up to do our retreat and all that kind of stuff. And they say, well, now, actually, I've been on your database for five years. I've been getting your stuff. Or I've watched your YouTube channel and I feel like I already know you, right? So often, nine out of 10 times, there's a whole story behind why this person signed up at this high level. Because most of you, I don't know if any, most of you would know this, but our program is $20,000. Our retreat program is twenty. dollars So it's a big investment, right? I, I say to students, it's like we sell cars, you know, like every time, you know, someone invests in the program. So it's a big decision for someone. So it's for someone to get to that point. And if you do want to sell your high-end programs, you need to build a, ma build a massive amount of creative, valuable information that will be readily available to people to consume and so that, you know, you build those 10 to 12 hours by the, which stage they are ready to take the next step and invest in themselves to solve whatever problem you're helping them solve. So ebook or PDF is the easiest thing. And don't be scared to give away. If you've written a book, give it away in ebook. You know, it builds a lot of goodwill and people really, really appreciate it. You know, even see, um, you know, people walk into my half events with that book that I've sent as an ebook, printed off, which they really shouldn't be doing um, because it's my intellectual property. It says, do not copy and blah, blah, blah. I don't really care. That's why like, I don't get upset. But they've highlighted and they've worked through stuff. They've, you know, I see that they're really wanting to learn which is actually, to me, it's a lot better than what uh, the fact that they've copied the book or whatever it is. So uh, regular podcasts or lives. I mean, podcasts are huge uh, in today's marketplace. And, you know, I haven't done an official one that uploaded in iTunes and all that kind of stuff, but I do my thing every Monday morning. I know Francesca does like hers on a Monday, I think 11 or 11.30, um, and every single week we turn up and we you know, do our lives, we talk to people, we add value, we think of topics that would, you know, be relevant um, to those that, you know, have similar businesses to ours and who are maybe five or 10 steps behind to where we are and um, and want to learn and get better at doing, doing business. All right. So regular uh, podcasts or lives, like if you commit something at a particular time of the week, and this actually, this live for me on a Monday morning really revs me up for the week because it kind of um, it gives me a bit of a jump start from weekend mode to work mode. And it's good for me, good for others, good for the greater good. So therefore, 
why not keep doing it? Because it really sets uh, uh, sets my mindset up and gets me super, super excited. All right. So, so podcasts are, li- uh, are uh, regular live streams. What time of the week? And think about also what time of the week your clients or ideal people would be able to listen to something that regularly turns up. And you won't believe it. You know, you might start off really slow to begin with and, you know, get a little bit more um, exposure. And then you'll see regular people coming and supporting you and also because they enjoying and getting value from you all right next a freebie thing you should be doing especially if you're early on in your business is free speaking gigs okay i can't count on my hands <laughs> my hands my hands speak everywhere how many free speaking gigs i've done over the last 10 years i actually don't um a, a, a tiny percentage of all my speaking has been paid of course my workshops the pet workshops so you can say that's paid speaking um but in terms of uh, free speaking gigs and networking events and, um, you know, for other uh, people, I mean, it gives me exposure in front of groups of people where I'm in the power position. And so what if I don't get paid for the speaking gig? Because I know I'm going to be able to have a call to action and that call to action can get the person into the very next step of what it is uh, I want them to do. Usually it would be, hey, come to my half-day workshop and I'll offer a special price. Instead of $59, it might be 30 or 40 something to incentivize them to go to that next step. They come to the half-day workshop and then magic happens um, if it's a good fit, right? So there's quite a few steps. Don't jump steps and don't go for the big, massive sale to, way too early. Way too early, you know, you need, why? Because we need to establish value before we talk price. It's like when someone t- turns up and as- goes, so how much does it cost to work with you? You get those emails where, where people go, what's your retreat price? Like, hang on a second. I haven't even had a conversation. I don't even know if you're suited to my retreat. I don't even know if I like you, first of all, to work with you uh, or would want to have you. So why would I even talk price? You know, let's talk about what the value in the program is because if you're just comparing on price then perhaps we're not even a fit for you okay so i always say if you want to talk value and you want to actually figure out if this is a good match for you let's discuss that first then we can uh, discuss price so always 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 i would avoid talking dollars before i have established value Okay, so always establish value. And this is why 90% of what you do should be free because what 90% does, it establishes value of what you do. So when people are actually ready to speak to you, the price is just a um, just a formality of, uh, okay, so this is what it uh, costs and this is how we're going to do it. Da, 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 da. So if you've established value, that you won't come across a lot of price objections. All right, so free speaking is a best way if you want to really fast track um, meeting people because you'll be meeting them offline so therefore building the relationship is a lot faster people will get to know you a lot better rather than say some people who've been watching my lives for years and have just known me electronically and digitally they might need a lot longer to get to know me like me and trust me Whereas when I meet people in my physical events, and this is why I put in the effort to jump on planes, to go across all the uh, cities, to fly overseas and meet people is because I know the, how fast-track relationship, um, uh, you know, relationships get to a point where there's, there's true rapport so people are ready to take the next step. All right, other free things, checklists and templates, something valuable. Can someone 
take, um, you know, get a checklist from you that would add value to them to, um, uh, to help them with their problem or to see what are the steps of what they need to, need to do. Even if you give away checklists and templates, sometimes people go, oh, but that's my intellectual property. So freaking what? Because if people don't actually work with you, they might not even know how to properly use that checklist or template. I know people pick up my chapter unpack template and even I explain it and teach it in my books and oh, but it's not their particular customized case. And I know this one thing to get a checklist and a template is another thing to know how to properly use it when the person who actually created it explains it to you properly. So think about that as well, because I always thought, oh, what if they get my book unpack or chapter unpack template, you know, um, they won't need me. No, that's not true at all. Give away your best stuff because when people see this, this is this really cool stuff that I see from this person. What will I get when I pay to actually work with them? And what they get is actually you because with you, it's, uh, you will be able to tweak their journey and figure out where they might be you know, getting off course and actually keep them focused, accountable and um, towards their end in mind, which is whatever the goal that they have that you help them solve. So checklist and templates, mini online course, why not create a little short burst of videos, five, six, um, 15 minute videos that will teach them to solve one particular part of the, the bigger problem, right? Maybe it's the starting point. Give that away for free. Um, you know, always, always, always think about, you know, what would be valuable for those people who have this problem and what will they give me perhaps their email address to receive from me. Because once you have got them on your database, you can communicate with them. And I can't stress the importance of actually having your own database with people, names, mobiles, rather than just collecting people on social media as friends, as LinkedIn connections. Always, always, always look for ways to take people out of social media because social media can could fall apart tomorrow, but your email database list will never, never disappear. And I can tell you for years, having people on the email database has been so uh, valuable um, and, um, and business uh, in a business growing strategy because, as I say, people come back to us and then email us and say, oh, my God, I've been thinking, I've been getting emails for so long, I'm finally ready to write that book. I want to talk about publishing or retreat or whatever it is. And then, you know, and that's because it's been years of nurturing and all that sort of stuff. And, again, writing emails, writing newsletters, all of that is free. All right, other things, a quiz. You know, what can someone quiz themselves on to get an answer if they would be suitable to go down solving this particular problem that you help people solve. Um, I know Stuart recently has been working on a quiz um, for, for our clients, so that's something that we're implementing as well, in addition as all of these other things that you have heard me uh, talk about. Other things, vlogging and vlogging, you know, building up your YouTube channel and continuously thinking up and being creative. If you get stuck and dry for content, you know, go and watch a few videos related to what you do, um, read up a few books, you know, they'll just get your creative juices flowing and create sense of what, you you know, maybe you'll get an insight in a video or in a book or whatever it is. And you'll go, okay, so this gives me some idea. And that's what I normally do. If I just feel like, you know, my brain's just gone completely numb, I'll go and just um, 
um, consume content myself, um, you know, from a few different places. And then I just kind of let it sort of um, sit with me. And then I, I start, um, you know, going, okay, so I want to say this in this way. So please don't copy other people's content and do similar or same videos. It's only about just, you know, getting getting yourself restarted and re, um, you know, um, fired up if you like. Okay, so a couple more free publicity. Um, so if you get um, publicity, you know, giving value by writing articles for other blogs or, or even media um, is something you do for free. You don't get paid uh, for that, but it's great credibility building and you're adding value to media outlets out there. Um, audio download, so you can give away, you know, if you're, um, um, if you if you teach people how to meditate or or uh, you've got a particular hypnotic script that helps people solve the problem, whatever it is, um, you know, maybe you can create something that is a free downloadable uh, audio that people can get off, uh, get from you to get value and spend more time with you. Um, and um, networking events, events that you host yourself, right? So um, why not create an event? So rather than say just getting free speaking gigs um, at other people's events because then they're doing all the coordination and event management around it, why not host your own event? Um, when we started the Ultimate Business Support Group uh, seven years ago, I think it's now, um, this group, particular group has grown to 15,000 members. And in the initial three years, I actually hosted a monthly uh, offline networking event where I invited Melbourne-based business owners. I mean, we had them from all over Australia, but it was the Melbourne ones that would come along and we'd, we'd network offline and hang out and I'd put in all the effort. There was really, literally no money in it um, because we would hire the venue. We would have to pay for that. We'd organize speakers. Um, we'd, uh, we'd sell a ticket just to cover the costs. Uh, but positioning myself as a leader, as a person um, you know, who, who puts on this monthly thing and regularly sees people, again, doing it all for free. However, did I pick up clients from that? Absolutely. Um, many, many clients came from that particular networking event and I did it for three years consistently. And uh, now I've taken on board like do, hosting my own half-day workshops, which in a way is, again, not actually a, a half-day workshops. You guys might see me everywhere all over Australia with uh, full rooms and all that. They're fantastic. People pay you that $59 or $87 for the VIP upgrade. Um, but you know what? There's absolutely no profit in those half-day workshops. No profit in those half-day workshops because of the amount of investments when it comes to travel, accommodation, venue hire, um, you know, all of the th those kind of things and Facebook advertising, right? So, um, but... We do them because we know that we get to add value. People get to know us, um, see what we can do, establish what it is. Uh, Craig, I look forward to seeing you on the 14th as well. Craig's coming to one of our Melbourne half-day workshops. Uh, is, if my half-day is 55, what should be my two-day next-day event leading then into a retreat prices? It all depends, Teresa. Um, you know, um, you could sell any from a half-day event anything from three to $20,000 that you would have seen. Um, but, um, yeah, so, so it just depends where – and you don't start – 
you know, super high when you start doing them. I think Francesca, her upsell from a half day originally was only to a thousand dollar next step, which was her two day, I believe, or three day even. So you increase your prices, the more confident and more, um, you know, established you are and the more testimonials you have and all that kind of stuff. So there's so many things that I've listed for you guys today of the kind of stuff that you should consistently do. I can tell you uh, from what my main job in my business is, aside from executing my events, is to be in that creative space, to keep bringing up fresh new information, content, building up my new value add for my clients and all that kind of stuff, because um, the rest of the stuff is very systematic. You know, it's um, it's kind of a rinse and repeat, and my staff can can do those kind of things. But it's the creativity and um, you know the and, uh, keeping things fresh, keeping things up to date is where the biggest challenge lies if for a business owner who wants to continue um, being competitive in the marketplace. Because if you don't keep learning, if you don't keep um, stretching yourself. Um, you will never, um, you know, be, have a sustainable business that actually also exponentially grows. Um, you know, every year I'm thinking about, well, what's going to be my new thing that I add on within what I can offer my clients? And, you know, recently we released the fact that we could help a selective number of, uh, of our clients achieve the Amazon number one bestseller. And uh, pretty much that's a new service offering within our business and sitting here on the 10th or what date is it today? 10th of February, the whole year is booked up and um, we, we cannot take any more even though we're getting more requests. So, so it's really, really important um, to put in the hard yards even though it doesn't, um, you feel like you're doing it, you're not getting any um, return on your time. Uh, an effort, but trust me, when you build a library of gazillions of videos, blogs, books, um, podcasts, uh, you've been in the media, you're doing free speaking gigs, you're doing your own events. I mean, you don't have to do everything all at in the same time, but when you build that up and you have that massive digital footprint, people are going to find you, they're going to keep searching, you're going to want to learn more and you're going to build up those 10 to 12 hours of content consumed so people are ready to buy from you. So don't underestimate the power of free, the power of goodwill marketing and education-based marketing, which is what is uh, the thing that actually gets people to a buying decision with you. So I trust that today's live has been valuable for you and um, write me any questions, comments, whatever it is. If you didn't watch it all, go back and watch it. But 90% of what you do should be free. It is only 10% of my time. Literally, like um, the, the things that I get paid for are 10% of my whole annual time that I actually spend. The other stuff is continuing to grow um, that. So when you think of a funnel, right here at the top is all that free stuff and right here at the bottom. And that's also relevant in time, um, how much time you actually consume around that. All right, just watch and follow other um, famous and very uh, established entrepreneurs like Kerwin Ray, Gary V, um, you know, Marie Folio. See how much free stuff is out there from them. And that should be your hint of what you should be modeling. All right, guys, have a wonderful um, week ahead and go and smash it out. Talk to you next week. Bye.